Five. Four. Three. Two. One. It's Staggering Stories podcast number 37. It's a bit of a letdown. Hello, I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. Hi, Madam. And I am the real Keith. But first, oh. I would like to read this specifically prepared <laughs> statement. Oh, God. Real <laughs> Keith would like to express his deepest and most profoundest apologies to <laughs> Mr. Russell T. Davis and Ms. Elizabeth Sladen about any faux pas, uh, sexual uh, activities, <laughs> or uh, anything they would no way get up to. I would just, like... I would like to stress that Rural ears Real Keith And fingers Real Keith (laughs) Was ill at the time With the flu And also His colleagues Leapt in mercilessly (laughs) Not giving him a chance To finish his sentence You said a rude thing You said a rude thing Let's face it It drew in a hell of a lot of feedback It certainly did Sharp and take a breath from Sarah Jane as well. <laughs> <laughs> Rumour has it someone drove off the M62 laughing. That's one dream satisfied. <laughs> so, what are we up to this week, El Presidente? Launching into the news. You did it again. What? You did it again. <laughs> El Presidente. I spoke to El Presidente and you answered. You're, you're just a walking ego these days. <laughs> ego what and makes legs. you say that? Oh, God. <laughs> He's now being rude in Morse code. Uh, Okay, news. Torchwood news. The uh, ever-reticent John Barrowman. The shine retiring John Barrowman. Yeah, yeah. He said that he'd rather do a series of 10 or 13 episodes next season rather than five. Of course he would get paid more. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because it's a lot of work to do a season of Torchwood just for five episodes, he claims. People are saying he would like to be Captain Jack till he's 90. Yeah. He'd be a rather old and wrinkly Captain Jack. But Mm. still lovely. He did drop a bit of a plot. Hint. Oh, did he? Not really enough to be a spoiler, I don't think. He's saying next series of Torch would be about fighting the government rather than just aliens. And it's going to be a lot darker. Red Dwarf. Craig Charles has said that he'll be playing several characters in the up-and-coming Dave version of Red Dwarf. Yeah, he's gone on record as saying, I can't really give the storyline away, but it's a fantastic one. It's really quite weird and sees me playing quite a few characters. Some of them I've already played on television. That's all I can say. So he's given quite a lot away there. Yeah, so, yeah. so he's actually his Coronation Street character is going to appear in Red Dwarf. He's going to play a cab driver. It wasn't Lister a cab driver. <laughs> I think he was a trolley the books, pusher, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. According to the books. I thought he was a supermarket trolley it, attendant. He was a yeah, supermarket trolley attendant. And then Didn't want to get tied down to a career. Then in <laughs> the book, I think he stole a cab and was being a jobbing cabbie when he first met Rimmer. Ah. Uh. So technically he wasn't a cab driver if he steals it. Mm, technically no. I, I could steal an aeroplane, but it probably wouldn't make me a pilot. Well, no. Make you a crashed pilot. Well, yeah. Mm, yeah. What's this news I hear about Dr Horrible? Well, Joss Whedon has oh, promised oh, more oh, Dr Horrible, oh. which he's already done. Yeah. But he's saying that in more definite terms. He, yeah. he has an idea where he wants to take it, what he wants to do. But it's not necessarily going to be a web thing next Ooh. time. Ooh. He says that's he wants to do more web stuff, but that may be separate to Dr Horrible. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's a shame. I, why do I get the feeling this is going to spoil it maybe if it's, go- it's got too big 
for its boots, as it were. Victim of its own success. Exactly. Maybe, but I mean, it might, it might make it more popular, sort of take it to a wider audience. That spoils things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends if he gets to do it his own way. Yeah. It's one thing he goes on to say is that, uh, I love the fact that, you know, you can make something and just put it up without, you know, without having to reshoot, reshoot <laughs> the whole thing. You know. We'll be back to RTD again. As in uh, having to reshoot Dollhouse, for example. Y- yes. Mm, yes. yes. Times is that done? Yeah. yeah. I have high hopes for this, because I, I believe in the Whedon. And it is finally starting to look like it will appear in the UK on Amazon.co.uk. Yay! Oh, about you time. You now sign up for your interest. <laughs> and then they email you and tell you when you can pre-order it. I shall do that. Yeah. It's closer than it has been, but... Chris Pine, who plays um, Kirk in the new film, has warned I... everyone that J.J. Um, Abrams' forthcoming prequel will not please us all. Oh. Oh, dear. Mm. He said, I'm not well-versed in Trek canon, but we're venturing into territory that's only been covered in those paperback novels they see. Cell. Nelson Boone. Yes. <laughs> so there'll be heaving bosoms and throbbing members and that's all over Kirk. the place. Yeah. Oh, oh, good grief, no. <laughs> Sorry, I just have this vision of him tearing open his shirt yeah. and a man boob falls out. <laughs> the whole point, to my knowledge, is all the books weren't considered as canon. It was only no. what was shown. Yeah. So each book is sort of an individual what's it. Oh, I mean, it's a shame because some of the books were really good. Mm. Well, it, it's a case, it's very much a case of a um, you can't please all the people all the yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, okay, I mean, there are diehard fans out there who think it's all Kirk and and um, oh, yeah. and Nimoy and nothing. Well, it, 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 anything it's, else is it's Kirk trivial. And Spock, nothing mm. else. That's Kirk it. and Spock can only be played by mm-hmm. Shatner and Nimoy. Yeah, Wissy. Yeah. Aren't we glad that we're not that obsessive about him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on a subject very dear to my heart, um, there's new sub- uh, Bruce Boxliner will return for the forthcoming Tron sequel. Oh, Smiley Box. Liner. Yes, my yeah. Smiley Boxliner. Yes, apparently he's going to be joining the original cast member, Jeff Bridges, for the very highly anticipated sequel. Do you know he's mm. married to that girl from Little House on the Prairie? Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Evil. Yeah, she's she not evil. She, she, she's she's a sh- by the shadows. She's a shadow, shadow agent. agent. Mm. No. You can see that when she's running down the hill in the little pigtails. <laughs> what, and there's a shadow running after her? <laughs> pretending to be an aeroplane 50 mm. years before. She no, was pretending ship. to be an eagle. <laughs> no, a shadow ship. <laughs> God, you're all idiots. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be two new faces in it, Olivia Wilde and Bo Garrett. They've also been cast in it. Mm-hmm. And apparently the film is just going to go by the, the simple name Tron, which is going to lead to some confusion because the first film was called Tron we'll see if that changes I suppose Mm. uh... Uh, Sean Bailey is joining Stephen Lisberger the original producer and um, they're looking for a spring starting time so I mean if if that's very true then I mean even with the wind at their backs I mean it's going to be almost 30 years since the original film yeah Yeah. and um, Jeff Bridges and uh, Bruce Boxleitner they are getting rather long in the tooth now They, they are no longer the spelt gentlemen they once were um, no, I think it's going to be a case of um, having corsets on under their costumes. <laughs> Tron Man. <clears throat> mm. Oh, not from Button Tron Man, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, apparently they're going to be filming on real sets as well, as opposed to um, background illumination and um, uh, things like that. My only hope is they keep the spirits of the original film in in the new uh, sequel. I mean, very much the uh, rectilinear landscapes, all the very sort of you know, bold primary colours and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, as long as they retain those elements, and I'd be quite happy to go and see it. It's interesting. I mean, is it the same computer 30 years later? Surely they would have junked that and gone for a... 
Yeah, it's a newer machine mm. by now. Well, I mean, uh, the Encon system, I mean, or back well, in the original film, it was very cutting edge. I mean, so obviously with any sort of any computer system, it has been up- upgraded and... Um, Encon Vista. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> no one and kills them all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We'll see. Heroes. Apparently yes. there's going to be a death. Ooh. Yes, this means nothing yeah, in Heroes. No. Nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Apparently one of the actors... And reading between the lines, it's Hayden Panatiere, or however you pronounce really? her name. I was um, guessing it was Ali Lata, but... Uh, mm. uh, no, I think the clues that were given yep, yep. were that um, it's season regular, who's been in since season one. Okay. Some of the fans would freak if they were to leave. Prepubescent mm. boys. Mm. Um, this particular hero has more name recognition than any of the other cast, mm. and they're not going to be willing to let him or her go. And if he or she does decide to come back from season four it'll be very easy to release her or him from the planned death i think mm. that leads to to really? her yeah. well, the third triplet might turn up <laughs> oh, God. well i mean ali Larter is a very well-known face because she is a former uh, playmate and so she's had a lot more well exposure for want of a better mm. term <laughs> As it were. Mm, yeah I, I'm go- I think it'll be claire not the cheerleader yeah mm. yeah Watch this space. Mm. I think Addie Last is known to have complained a fair bit about her character's lack of screen time. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think it's a case of she's been playing uh, second fiddle to uh, Adrian Padsall quite a bit. Mm. And uh, the uh, Sendil Ramamurti, uh, who plays uh, Dr. Suresh. Yeah, the whole Ice Queen character. Mm. Didn't place. go anywhere. No, did it's it? not um, done mm. yet. We'll see. Maybe it's Claire, but I think she gets a lot better deal. This is why I think they'd be very loath to let her go. Yes, it's true. Whereas Ali, what's it? Yeah, I think they'd not be so mm-hmm. bothered if the characters ground to a halt. I would say watch this space, but I was so disappointed with series two, I probably won't watch them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you haven't seen any of the three. Any more news? Mm, what's this about the village? Well, Ian McKellen, who is a number two, he is the number two, in fact, of the new remake of The Prisoner. Oh. There is only one. So only I'm going to have one number two. Yep, apparently, what he's been saying, this number two is the guy who created the village in this remake. Mm. Making number one a little more mysterious, because number two really is the main yeah. man. Number two was always the public face of the administration, whereas number one was you know, sort of very much in the background, but still very much a controlling influence over things. I'm not sure I'm going to like this, because by the looks sound of it, they're trying to explain. Yep, everything will be explained yeah. by the end of the six... <laughs> That takes half of the point of yeah. the prisoner well, away, though. When it's, it's with the rover, they're trying to explain the rover as well, which was oh. a gigantic yeah. uh, weather balloon that chased yeah. you. you know? yeah. Now <laughs> they're going to explain what it really yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm not, no. I'm not, you know, I'm not know. sure if I like that. Yeah, but it's their own take on it, rather yeah. than it being an explanation for the original series. Yeah. Yeah. It is but different. there again, the original uh, concept for rover would, would have been, um, was it a Volkswagen Beetle with blacked out windows and flashing lights? Really? I mean, the only reason they didn't use it for the original series was because it kept breaking down. <laughs> I didn't been... know that. No, I didn't know that. that <laughs> apparently this one isn't set on an island, it's set in a desert. Mm. So, okay. in one episode, number six, escapes and walks for hours, days in the desert mm. to end up back where he started. And contrary to popular belief, they're not using the old El Dorado set. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to say well done to everyone there for talking about number ones and number twos for five minutes and not giggling. Uh, not cracking any pure old jokes. <laughs> Very grown up. <laughs> Getting good feelings about the uh, the new president. Mm-hmm. He's a comic book fan. Oh, Obama. Uh, Obama. Obama. Yeah, he collected um, Spider-Man comic books, which explains, see, I hadn't read this, and I was wondering why there were cartoons all over the place of Obama shaking hands with Spider-Man. Because they released um, 
Amazing Spider-Man number 584, <laughs> which had a, a, a limited run with a cover featuring Spider-Man and Barack Obama. It's quite bad, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what worries me, though, is you've got people out there who, let's face it, think Spider-Man's real. <laughs> isn't it? Oh, <laughs> and, you know, is this a vote-swaying thing? Are they planning for four Ooh, more years well, already? I did, I did see an article in the Daily Mail, I repeat, the Daily Mail... <laughs> I can't believe that, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> no, there was um, a page from the latest uh, Captain Britain magazine where he's in a briefing with Gordon Brown. Oh, yes. Mm. Really? Yes. Mm, yes, which must have been really exciting for Captain Britain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> News about Noel Clark. Oh, yes. Mickey yeah. Smith. Oh, yeah. Yep. The boy has done well, come yeah, a long, indeed. long way since stuttering onto our screens in rows. <laughs> and, and burping bins. And burping bins. Yeah. What's oh. happened to young Noel? He has been nominated for Ooh. a BAFTA. Ooh. Now, those mm. orange BAFTAs. Is it the most promising rising star or something? This is the Orange Rising Star BAFTA Award. So, yeah, he's a rising star, apparently, though I thought he was a pretty big star already. Yeah. And he's done two films. To, direct, uh, written and directed at least one of them. Adulthood and kidulthood, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah, it's a great way to bring people down at work oh, when they're yeah. talking about, yeah, I would see this adulthood film. It was really, really good. And you just say, oh, he was in Doctor Who a lot. That's where he started. And, you know, <laughs> loses him a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> no street cred being Doctor Who there. None at all. No. None at all. <laughs> Any more news? Uh, we've got some quite large news. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. All from the Doctor Who front. Mm. Oh, excellent. Oh, on, no. Excellent. <laughs> Fraser Hines uh, has said he would like to come back as Jamie in the new really? series. Really? Yeah. yeah. He says they've got a young male doctor now, a young female assistant. I think he's probably hoping that. Yeah. <laughs> they need somebody like me for the grannies and the housewives. What, an old man yeah. in a kilt with knobbly knees yeah. and a dodgy Scottish accent? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. no. That's about it. Try, not... try, try to put Joe Sugden out of your mind and now <laughs> go for it. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> pretty light week for Doctor Who news, isn't it? Yeah, Come no on. Doctor Who news. Nothing at all. It's so annoying, isn't it? Mm, I know. So, that's the end of the news. It is. Of course, we are kidding. We are? We are, yes, yes. Are. There, there was quite a large announcement recently. Hang on. Page nine. Oh. Bottom paragraph. Yeah. 6.2 font. It's very small. I got it. Yep. Okay. By the apologies. That's it, yeah. Of which there are many this week. (laughs) Many, many. Yes, it's time for Doctor Who. Um. Oh, yeah. A confession. Yeah, we have, we've had a, a correspondent writing regarding regarding Doctor Who, and and I agree with her on many fronts. There is a new Doctor, as many of you are probably aware. <laughs> <laughs> no. And down the years, the Doctor for me has gone from a grandfather figure to uh-huh. a father figure uh-huh. to objects of lust. Uh-huh. With his now, round open with a, yes, bland him, face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you lusted after Pertwee. Not me. <laughs> oh, we haven't had, we haven't said hello to the we head haven't. of Pertwee. Hello, head of Pertwee. Pertwee. Oh. But anyway, this new doctor, this Matt Smith. Matt Smith is it? 
is five years older than my son, and I cannot bring myself to lust after him in any way whatsoever, mm. which is probably good for him. A babe in arms. He is. He is but a tadpole in the pond of life <laughs> with his flock of seagulls haircut. Yes. Haircut he, he was born in, what, 1982? Yes. What on mm-hmm. earth is he doing with a flock of seagulls haircut? What are you talking about? They're right, all the you know rage in 1982. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look it up. Mm. Just go online and look up flock of seagulls haircut and you'll see what I mean. (laughs) If I ever had a photograph of you. But anyway, what do we think of Matt Smith? Wow. Well, Um, yeah. Unexpected. He remind- Definitely unexpected. Now we're all thinking Pat and Joseph was a yep. shoo-in. Mm. Yep. I wasn't. No, I was. you, you wasn't. I've got yeah. to admit, I, you went on record. He, rem- he reminds time. me of Ricky Butcher. Who? Ricky oh, Butcher. Oh, from EastEnders. Mm. Oh, it yeah. does, doesn't yeah. it? That's right, when it's first announced, I was a little bit disappointed at first, because I really got myself my hopes mm. up for Pat and Joseph. Yes, likewise. When, so when it was first announced, I was relieved, because... Listening to the way they were saying it, they were dropping hints but not actually saying it. And when they said, uh, we've cast a 26-year-old, my first Mm. thought was, oh, no, Russell Russell Tovey. No, no disrespect to Russell Tovey, but he is too baby-faced. Far too, but even more so than Matt Smith. Well, Matt Smith isn't that baby-faced. No, but but the the image of Russell Tovey as as the the doctor doctor does not fit Mm. into my head. Okay. Because we're jumping online on Wikipedia looking up Russell Tovey and the age (laughs) is about the same. Mm. It really was. uh, Oh, God, moment. I knew by that point they said 26 it was going to be Matt Smith because somebody had leaked to me that about 20 minutes, half an hour before, that it was going to be Matt Smith. I wasn't sure whether to believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. if you looked at the betting, if you knew anything about betting and you looked at the bets that were being put on mm. in the last 12 hours, it was Matt Smith. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. heard of her until this guy no. said Matt Smith. Yeah. I, I, I mean, seemed so sure about it. I looked him up on Wikipedia, 26 years old, yeah. and they said 26 on the programme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't had that information yeah. at that time. Yeah. So, as I said, my first knee jerk reaction was Russell Tovey. Yeah, I just found it rather strange. Um, apparently, um, in the town where Matt Smith uh, lives, yeah. Yeah. apparently, Betting on him had gone up very suddenly in yeah. about the, in about the uh, week before the announcement. So did you get the feeling his dad did some bragging? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, so. like my son is the new Doctor Who. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, the BBC have denied this. Yeah, I bet they have. <laughs> I said there's no uh, no proof that uh, there was any mm, well, I think it's. I think, so. I'm, I'm sorry, but I trust the BBC very, very poorly when it comes <laughs> no, to no. any betting yeah. whatsoever. I, mean, I think it's more damage limitation yeah. than anything yeah. else. Yeah. The BBC spokesman said <clears throat> she has no knowledge of anyone betting on the outcome of the identity of the 11th Doctor. Well, that's a load of rubbish. Yeah, yeah, you can walk into any betting shop in the country. Yeah, yeah. Going yes. from the beginning, though, um, personally, why on earth did we have to go through this half-hour Doctor Who confidential to yeah. spoil mm. who the new Doctor's going to be? Mm. Why can't we keep secrets anymore? They knew they could never be kept secret until... Well, they could try. There's people out there who point-blank refuse to look at spoilers, all the way up to um, the Children in Need special for the Christmas episode. Yeah. Mm. Missed all spoilers, managed to get all the way to the Christmas episode without any spoilers at all. I tried to, but it's not possible. I think I think this is a reaction to two things previously. One, uh, we've got to get him under contract so don't screw up like they did with the uh, with uh, Fremont Adjaman, Martha Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And two, it's so long before the actual beginning of filming... Yes. That it was going to be sport. Somebody was going to get in there. The Sun has printed so many things that have been on the ball. They've got a mould in the department Maybe. somewhere. Oh, I don't know. The Sun just prints so much rubbish that occasionally some. they're going to hit <clears> some sticks. Well, that's it. If you throw enough mud, some sticks. 
um, writer's tale. The sections in there where various spoilers have been done mm. and Russell T has hit the roof trying to how the hell have they got hold of mm. this? They need how to the do hell? what they used to do in EastEnders. They used to give certain people certain plot lines knowing full well that was never ever going to get yeah. on air and if they were leaked they knew... Right, yeah. one of yeah. these people is our mole. I like EastEnders, which is a closed set. Got yeah. two films all over Cardiff. and yeah. mm, That's it. Yeah. That's well, it, it, it you was... couldn't get through an entire 13 episodes of filming without, without someone noticing. Yeah, it's it's um, like I was saying in one of the reviews, it's ama- he's amazed how some of the things weren't spoiled, mm. like uh, David Tennant standing up in the middle of a Cardiff street shouting, my God, the Prime Minister is the master. Yeah. That never... <laughs> no one picked up <laughs> on no, it. That, nobody ever picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. One the thing that got me apart from being annoyed that they had to spoil it was that when he appeared on screen there was absolutely no fanfare whatsoever it took me because I you know from where I was sitting I can't see the captions on Mm. the screen and I'm peering at it thinking well who's he and then the real Keith said Mm. oh well, that's him, is it? And we frantically started yes, again, googling was, his name to find out again, who it was. It was. Well, Matt Smith, who the hell's that? That was it. I mean, yeah. I must confess, myself and Fake Crumbly did have a sense of anticlimax, so to speak. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was the whole thing. The entire build-up to the announcement. I mean, everyone was thinking, oh, Patterson Joseph is a dead cert. I mean, it's all... <laughs> yeah. And then... Matt Smith. I thought it was quite clever, actually, personally, because when they, he came up on the screen, I, I recognised it and I thought, that's him, isn't it? And then the caption came out. Yeah. Came up. Mm. Uh, yeah. I thought that was quite clever, the way they oh, yeah. led introduced the face and then, yeah. I think, actually, I think, I think it, it was cool. a big joke on the part of the vast toffee men. He <laughs> wanted three million people across the country when the doctor appears to go, who's he? <laughs> 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 It did get massive ratings for that. Oh, yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. I think Best there was. Ever, sure. I think there was a collective sense of being nonplussed. You sort of. Oh. Yeah. As I as I said, my first reaction was again no disrespect to Russell Tovey, no disrespect to Matt Smith, but my first sense of was, was relief, and then I actually saw him in the interview. And I was quite encouraged. We have a lot of the fluttering <clears throat> fingers. He talks with his hands, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, I'm yeah. a bit off-putting person. Oh, I, I think that's, I, I like that's that. going to become a major character mm. trait because I don't think he'll physically be able to stop himself doing that. Mm. One thing I do get, I mean, is the feeling that there was something of a disinformation campaign going on. Yeah. I mean, even in the Daily Mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was there was a very large article saying, "Is this the face of the new Doctor?" with a very big picture of Patterson Joseph underneath. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you as you mentioned, you know, he's been paid an awful sum of money just to, to ca- just to not mm, say, "Look, yeah. no, for the last time, it's not me." Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he went in for a casting session, Patterson Joseph. Oh, very possibly. Yes. Yeah. Well, so on on rumours on the net. Quite a few people went into a casting session, yeah. Including, I, I'm not too sure how well to believe this, but Nathan Fillion. Oh, how I, cool would that have been? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not too sure how much to, but yeah, it would have been. I'll tell you something though the people who made um, Party Animals. The yep. DVD sales are going to oh, go through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be Doctor Who fans going, yeah, well, actually, I was in it from the beginning, you know. I've always watched it as they buy all the series oh, up. Well, I've tried to buy it. I can't buy it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, but, uh, what is it? Doctor Who online forum shut down for Friday. Yeah, when it's a meltdown. Right? So the new Doctor looks like a 26-year-old man. Well, I don't how know. Young, how young has the companion got to be? I mean, are we hitting 12-year-old territory? Do you remember those old... <laughs> Um, in the 60s when it all first yeah. started you had Doctor Who with Jenny and John or yeah, whatever John it was and Jenny. Yeah. 
Or are we just going to have the companion being appearing to be physically a lot older than the Doctor? I'd, I'd like, I'd like to, the dynamic. I'd like them to go older, sort of. Well, it yeah. worked, it worked no, the, with Donna, didn't yeah. it? But a couple of people um, I've spoken to, very excited. They think he's going to be the goth Doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love the idea. Yeah. But, of course, the the pictures we've had the um, with the TARDIS superimposed yeah, in the I, background. I, I like that. I like yeah. what they did. But I doubt the, that's going to be his costume. I know no. that, but according to the rumour I've, I've read, of, they just took a whole load of photographs of him in the street or in a studio and then superimposed the police box yeah. in. Because yeah. mm, yeah. even the photographer didn't know yeah. what he was taking the pictures for. Yeah. See, and if they can do that, if they can go to that much effort to keep something a secret, why not just try and Never give works. us all, you know, that that bit of fun where we don't know what he's going to look I, like. I would have liked them to put it later, do the reveal nearer the uh, beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. yeah. But it's been done. So yeah. Yeah. He's been cast and announced before tenants even filmed. Yeah. The last. So mm. still his yeah. Last, yeah. Uh, specials. Yeah, but so. the um. The series of clips they chose to show what he'd done before I thought were very odds because a lot of them he hardly he didn't say anything or just made indiscriminate noises, sort of yeses really? and noes in answer to people's questions. Hmm. The best clip was the the singing clip at the end from Party Animals. So I've got absolutely no idea of what he's like. Did you- didn't you see the uh, Billy Piper Ruby in the Smoke? Or... Yeah, I saw that, but I can't mm. picture him. Oh, OK. I, m- I did remember him from that. Well, so I fact, I, he was the... Um... Mockney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't seen that. So I've been trawling the net YouTube trying to find clips with him in. I've been trying to find the DVDs as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm very disappointed, all you people out there in YouTube land who do scratch videos. Out there, you have loads of footage of Rose and the Doctor... And, doctor. Yep. Yeah. From Ruby in the Smoke and from that Diary of a Cool Girl. Yes. I'll have you know. Yes. And not one of you has done a scratch video. Now come on. <laughs> sort your life out. There's plenty of material. Get on with it. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I did see one episode of Party Animals. I intended mm. to watch it all, but I missed the rest yeah. of them. And he seemed a lot more restrained, a lot more down to earth in that than he did in Ruby in the Smoke. Right. A lot less mockney as well. Yeah. So yeah, he does have some range. <laughs> it would be nice if he just used his own own accent. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, because uh, I'd get away from the mockney stuff. Yeah, I don't understand why David Tennant couldn't use his own voice because he's you know got a very nice voice. Christopher Eccleston used his, so which is slightly less nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had one Scottish doctor, so yeah. So we should have had another one. This one's much more sexy though. What, Matt Smith? No. <laughs> No, he's an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, on the whole, the whole thing, I am. I admit, I do have a problem with the age because he's the first real younger Doctor than me. Oh, Tennant's yeah, that is, David no, Tennant's no, about twenty years no, younger no, than you. Yeah, well, this one is <laughs> fifty years younger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Real so, Keith is very, very old. Fake Keith. What? Um, but it's not a real problem so I am quietly confident Mm. I'll make a proper judgement when I've seen him in the role I'll echo his sentiments I must confess I did feel a certain sense of disappointment it was Patterson Joseph but I mean I'll reserve my final judgement until the end credits roll past the screen admittedly the announcement did catch everyone by surprise it came very much out of left field but as I say I mean I'll wish him all the best and as I say I mean I'll reserve my final judgement until um, the new series I will say as 
I've said before, and other people said, in the vast toffee, MN, MN. we trust. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's that term that started going around? We are a member of the mafia. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's the first doctor younger than me as well. Tenant is a. I remember, I remember having a conversation with a former colleague about uh, Tenant, and he had a lot of trouble with the fact that Tennant was the first Doctor that was younger than him. And I think that was a basic knee-jerk reaction to begin yeah. with. It's the fact that he was so much younger yeah. than any other Doctor at that point in time. He was older than Davison. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. he was older than Davison, but Davison was older than me when he took the role. Yeah. 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 So that, that's, that's, it's the trouble. The programme's 45 years oh, God, old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hardcore fans have been with it from the beginning. Yes. Oh, of great, course yes. the Doctor's going to be younger yeah. than you now. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> companions are going to be the same age as your grandchildren. Yeah, you know, right. get over it. But now, good luck to the guy. And oh, I, yes. really, oh, I really yes. hope his agent prepared him for the nonsense that's yeah. going to be written about him, both mm. in the newspapers and on forums. The amount of trash I've seen on forums from people slagging him off yeah. before yeah. Oh, good grief, he's yeah. even put his name to anything. Well, it, it's yeah. the, it's uh, the Donner effect. It's the knee-jerk reaction of, I don't I like this person. So. so You got the impression from the actual confidential that he's going to be relying on Tennant a lot. Well, he should for, do, uh, yeah. for advice. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Tennant had any real backlash. He took the role, though. He was yeah. quite mm-hmm. blessed in that regard, yeah. I think. Because yeah. mm. he is popular after Casanova. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, that's it. But Matt Smith's got like a year of this nonsense to, yes. to live through before he steps inside yeah. the TARDIS. Well, and I hope it doesn't put him off. I really do, yeah. I'm sure it won't. I'm sure he's expecting this sort of thing. Yeah. It'd be a shame, mm. though, for him to say, right, I'm just doing the one season, I can't put up with this anymore. Yeah. No, I think he will be guided into the role anyway because I mean okay I mean he'll have Russell T Davis and uh, the last toffee MN but I think certainly there's going to be certain elements there that even if he is going to be the greatest actor of his age he will still be too young and not, yeah. not, not right for the role if he's sensible yeah. he'll avoid all the forums oh god yes mm. I mean yeah. anyone with half a brain ignores what's written in the sun yeah. and the mirror and the mail anyway <laughs> but no just ignore the forums and yeah. go for it. get do on and do his mm-hmm. job yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, again it's back to the fact they've announced so soon he's got six months where he starts to film yeah mm. Mm. that's it and you know he's got plenty of time presumably to prepare his character mm. decide what he's going to do but when he actually gets into filming he's going to have no free time to no. look at papers or that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah, but up till that point, interesting but, times. Mm, yeah, very much so. Yes. Who's going to be the companion there? Oh, well, this is the next big question, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> she probably hasn't been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting rumour going around. It's going to be um, it's a female Radio One DJ. I forget okay, what her name is. Uh, a Scottish one. Don't know. No. Radio really? One. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt. Mm. I think it would be a, another left field job. With the companions, they pretty much usually bring in, or they used to bring in, um, complete unknowns. New rumour then. Go on. Joanna Lumley. <laughs> you heard it here first. No. Joanna Lumley is going to be the new companion. That would be so cool. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. she can't be. She's played the Doctor. <laughs> ah. This uh, is why he brings her on board. He wants to know what's going it. on. Yeah. 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 And she's playing it as Patsy. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, God. Burning down the TARDIS because she fell asleep with a cigarette in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, sl- slugging back bottles of Bollinger and all this. <laughs> Smoking like a chimney. Yeah. Have you eaten something, darling? No, no, since 1975. Oh, <laughs> give me one of those foody things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some big changes happening, I think, in the yeah. Yeah. 10th 
this fifth season in fifth 2010. Season. New opening credits, maybe? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Doctor Who, starring Matt Smith and Joanna Lumley. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I think they bring back his face with the wink. <laughs> <laughs> you hope not. So we'd just like to say we'd like to give Matt Smith the big thumbs up. Oh, definitely. As thumbs Sarah thumbs Jane would up. say. Yep. And now, listeners, once again, we have that dear old lady who smells of wee. It's Nanny Island. Oh, good. Dear Nanny Island, I am a 905-year-old Time Lord, and I have an embarrassing problem. I have just hit puberty. I knew it had been coming for a while. I haven't been able to keep my lips off my companions recently. I never even looked at them twice before, and one of them wore a bikini for Rassilon's sake. But now it's tonsil hockey at the drop of a hat. How am I supposed to save the universe from evil forces when I spend half my time nursing a semi? Yours, the Doctor. Dear the... Well, I tell you to get hold of yourself, but that doesn't seem to be a problem, does it? Let me clear one thing up for you. You have not hit puberty. You've become a dirty old man. Shame on you. If you insist on perving after your companions, at least have the decency to do it from behind a pillow whilst wearing a filthy overcoat. If all else fails, give me a call. I don't have a semi, but my end of terrace is very cosy. Mr. Island has been gone for 20 years now, and there's plenty of room in these bloomers for two. Love, Nanny. (laughs) (laughs) Not like you can actually say to that, is there? No, No, I've looked up the addresses of homes. We can get rid of her if you like. Okay, moving on from perverted old ladies to manic dictators. I think El Presidente has a 30-second recommendation. Oh. Oh. Tell us, Presidente, do you have a 30-second recommendation? And can you recommend it? I do, and I can. I recommend... Stark Ops, a short-lived science fiction detective series created by Chris Batch in 1987 for the BBC. Set in the near future of 2027, it's very much hard SF. No aliens and no magic tech. Believable harsh environment organ stations and small lunar bases using tech that can exist now. Nathan Spring, an old-fashioned British copper, is forced into leading this fledgling Stark Ops. It's his job turned into real, full-time and honest police force dealing with crimes fostered by their unique environment. Some excellent writing, wonderful dialogue doesn't talk down to his adult audience. Look beyond the often poor production values and stories and characters really shine through. Mm. Ooh. It's rubbish. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant stuff. Oh, you do realise you're sitting over the piranha tank. Oh, no. Mm-hmm, yes. Worth looking out for. It was on DVD, although I believe it's, uh, it's deleted. A number of years yes, ago. Yes, there's a reason it? it's mm-hmm. been deleted. They're all sold out. No. I've got two copies. No. <laughs> You've got the two copies, did you? <laughs> okay, perhaps we'll give Star Cops a look see. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. We've all been watching Demons. Oh, yes. <laughs> this, isn't in a, this isn't a random thing we do in graveyards. It's um, a new series on ITV. ITV. Yep, mm. ITV One. Starring Philip, armed bastard Glenister, <laughs> and Christian Cook, who um, Doctor Who fans may recognise as um, the soldier Ross from the Sontaran stratagem, who died quite dramatically. Oh. I didn't recognise him, no. Okay, um, does anyone What's... want to tell the dear listeners what Demons is about? Gene Hunt the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, The Watcher. Rupert's mm-hmm. The Watcher. Yes. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Yeah, often called by a surname, which in this case isn't Giles. Yeah. No. It's Galvert instead. And apparently there's this kid who happens to be his godson. Who is the last of a family line. Mm-hmm. Of, yes, the last of the Van Helsings, apparently. Ooh. Though it's not his name. And he has been awakened to his true potential of fighting demons. His destiny? Just turned mm. 18 yes. or yes. 16 mm. or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's a typical he's a typical teenager. College, girlfriend, all things Driving like that. Lessons. Driving lessons. Driving yep. lessons, yep. yeah. Yeah, taking his testers. And they go out and fight creatures of the night. Or what is it they call them? Uh, half-lifers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Freaks. Yeah, it's Buffy, really, isn't it? It's Buffy, it it's Doctor mm. Who, it's Merlin, and it's Star Wars. It's Life on Mars. The, the first line, use the force, Luke. Yeah, that was <laughs> a throwaway line. But, yeah. yes. they're, they're using mm-hmm. ray guns, because uh, Phil Glinister carries around a uh, maser. He does. Mm, that's it. One thing, um, while I remember, that I don't understand. Um, Luke's mother yep. yeah. yes. didn't know any of this was going on. No, she thought it. her husband had mm, died in a car, car accident, yeah. and that Giles had been with him at the time and then Giles did a vanishing act she thought to deal with his grief yeah he, he, deal, he dealt with the funeral yeah. and, and tired of everything so why out. wasn't Luke's surname Van Helsing because his father was mm. Van Helsing I don't know unless it was a de- deliberate ploy yeah. I don't think it's been properly revealed but the impression I was given certainly through the first episode is that he was hidden the, the demons and the freaks couldn't find him because they break into the school and get his school records then I can he understand gets that but, but she knew her husband's surname yeah. was Van Helsing so why on earth would she you know it's not as if her husband ran off and slept with many other women and she said right sod Mm. it your son's not having your surname Uh. his husband was dead you'd think she'd want to nurture any of the Van Helsing in him so he should have been Luke Van Helsing he should have been I I agree with you that sort of shades of similarities or young man called Luke being hidden from his father yeah (laughs) you're spotting it aren't you (laughs) one of the uh, one of the major stars is uh, Richard Wilson Oh, mm-hmm. who seems yes. to have just wandered in off of the Merlin <laughs> set. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's playing the mm. same character, essentially. It's completely the hair. He's, yeah, he's still got the mop on the from mop, Merlin. Yes. Mm-hmm. One has to wonder, is that his actual hair? Um, Philip Glinister, we should say, has an American accent. What uh, a mid, mid-Atlantic yeah. accent. Yeah. It's, um, his American accent is as all over the place as Amanda Tapping's English accent yes. is in Sanctuary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You recognise it, but you're not really sure where it's meant to be based. And it is different enough, but there is shades of Gene Hunt in there. Yeah. Oh, I rate him and I smite him. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of smiting going yeah. on, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, which isn't a far, you know, far cry from take that, you Nancy bastard. Yeah. 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 I found his accent didn't go drift quite as much in the second episode. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's got the hang of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I, I thought in the first episode he did drop into the Gene Hunt voice. Yes. Mm. <laughs> and there's also, what is it, the stacks. The, oh, the, yes. Which is, it's Straight the li- out of Buffy. It's the library mm. from Buffy. Mm. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. a complete down with the round wooden table in the centre. Mm. <laughs> and I, I do have questions for the other person of this trio, Mina Harker. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, now my, my question is, uh, it was one, it was Jonathan Harker, who was meant to have put her great-grandfather or, or family line member that put the uh, stacks together. Yeah. Now, is Mina Harker a family name, or is mm. Mina Harker the the Wilhelmina Harker? Yeah. Well, know. I think that yet, yet, yet has to be sort of uh, I mean, so uh, if that's disclosed. The case, yeah. If that's the case, we then have 
the angel figure mm-hmm. yeah, from, the, from Buffy, the, yeah. the vampire yeah. who's trying to do good. Maybe. It did give the impression she was rather older than she appeared. Yes. Because mm. she was yeah. this virtuoso pianist, pianist. or whatever. The, she and was. she looks about, what, 24? Yeah, yeah. the, well, the well, only thing it. that sort of throws the eye in the eye is the fact that the character is blind. Yeah, she's blind, but she has got, has, well, future sight. Yeah, she has, mm. she's a precog. She can mm. see yeah. things beyond sight. Who's the writer on Demons? Peter Tabern. It's as if he's just taken elements of everything he enjoys and mixed Mm. them up in a big bowl. I mean, I thought it was, uh, what's what's the guy's name, Jar Hearn? No, no, no. no, no. He did um, Apparitions. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm. uh, Night, not the other one. Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Mm, That's it. As for the monsters, um, we're introduced to um, the hyena hoodies. Mm. Mm. I like them. (laughs) I do, I I like them. You you seem to mop them when you first heard Of course I mopped them, they're hyenas in hoodies. (laughs) (laughs) The whole thing is completely mockable, it's it's oh, yeah. a load of Saturday evening nonsense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's completely addictive. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Yeah. But the hyena ones. hoodies, I think, were perfect. I couldn't think of a better animal to use to represent a hoodie. I mean, you see them all over. You see them in Crawley, hanging out on street corners, wandering up and down the high street as if they own the place. Oh, and they are so, yeah. a mm-hmm. gaggle of hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> some, something I'd like to mention. Yes, it is definitely Buffy. But mm. there does seem to be shades of Neverwhere. Yeah. I mean, the um, Mackenzie. Cook's character. Oh, Gl- Gladiolus Thrib. Yeah. yeah, he was dressed as a teddy boy from, yeah. from a different era, mm-hmm. which, yeah. which yeah. strikes me as very Neverwhere-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing about Neverwhere. I mean, so they dealt very much with the creatures in London below. Yeah, whereas in um, yeah, Demons, it's very much uh, the creatures under the city. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. So you can draw comparisons with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Neverwhere was different periods of London mm. that was all mixed up into one well, that's it. conglomerate. But, I hope he's... Mm. Um, a recurring character. I know it seems Mackenzie Crook. Yep. I know it seems that he's died. Not, his character's yeah. died. But I'm a firm believer that death means nothing to <laughs> oh, these, yeah, this kind yeah. of program. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be nice to see more of him because the more I see of him in everything from Pirates of the Caribbean, from The Office and so on, he just gets better and better. Mm. And it would be it was an interesting character. Be a shame if they killed him off. Yeah, that was, soon. Yeah, he was built up to be a big character. Yeah, he wasn't mm. built as a big mm. thing. He was killed very easily, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what was he? he was supposed to be a vampire, but didn't sort of really display any vampiric traits as he such. Ju- I mean, he did have a set of pointy teeth. All right, mm. he did see a pair of pointy yeah. teeth on him. And the other, uh, the other character who goes around coughing up furballs. What? Oh, in yeah, the first yeah. episode, he, he... the guy was hiding in the lift. Mm, that's right. The one who had the monkey oh, in his jacket. Yes, yes. And they give them different levels, don't yeah. they? The hyena guys are like a level three. Well, the little um, gravelings yeah. from yeah. Dead Like Me. That's yeah. what it looks they, like. were, they were. They were level. They were level three. The uh, hyena hoodies were level five. Yeah. I think the uh, owner of the monkey was a level six, mm. and all the and, way up. And Mister Thrip was a level mm. ten or something. Yeah, mm. he was, he was a level yeah. ten, level twelve. Which yeah. makes you wonder how high the levels are going to go. Yeah. and what the special effects budget is. <laughs> yeah, true. I did like the um, child stealer from, from the last episode. Mm. The angel, for want yes. of a better word. I was worried that was going to turn out to be like the episode of Tortured with the Fairies, because it, it had that feel about it. Yeah. it, it but it turned out to be actually, I thought, a lot better than the yes. Tortured episode yeah. with the fairies. Yeah. And the girl, is she from Tortured? I don't I know, she looked familiar. Somewhere. Are we going to be coming back to it? 
Oh, definitely. Mm, yeah. Oh, very yeah. much yep. so. I mean, we'll see how it develops. I think, I think what ITV are planning is, I mean, for um, for demons and uh, primevals uh, to uh, dovetail each other. I mean, when one finishes, it at least will lead straight into the next. Very slowly. Mm. Yeah. Well, in primevals case. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and um, my thanks to um, fake Keith and real Keith for the uh, Nick Cutter in-action figure I received for Christmas. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> one character that I don't think they've explored enough, and I'm assuming they're going to more, is Luke's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is she just going to be Ruby? Is she just going to be this silly little tag along, this little plot foil? Well, as I said, certainly during the first episode, I was sitting there going, right, that's Buffy, there's Mm. Angel, there's Rupert. (laughs) So this is either going to be Willow or Giles. Yeah, is she going to discover some latent power that she's got but never knew about? Is she going to turn out to be his long lost sister? (laughs) Or is she she just going to be his girlfriend? Mm. I think she's going to be more like, what's the sister's name in Buffy? Dawn. Dawn. Dawn, Dawn yeah. Yeah. So she's just going to be there to be kidnapped yeah. and used as <laughs> yeah. a threat. What, what's, what's the line? It's Tuesday. It must be Tuesday. Dawn's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get that feeling. Obviously, ITV are really pushing to try to grab the Doctor audience. Yes. Oh, good great. Yes. They're, they're, evil. Yeah, they're taking the opportunity to the fact that who's off the air for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to try to snaffle some of its audience. Trying to mm. get that family audience, which they haven't yeah. had haven't forever, have they? Yeah. I don't know. Haven't mm. had since Look at their Christmas ratings. When well, that's it. I mean, they're absolutely panel they really yeah. were I mean Coronation Street just crept in at about number 7 with um, yeah, with its Christmas special mm, which that's is, it yeah. but I suppose a lot of it depends on how many seasons they'll keep Philip Glenister for yeah that's mm. it I mean yeah. if he's just going to do the one then they're back to the old drawing board they've got to come up with something else yeah. when Doctor Who comes out but yeah. Yeah. if he's happy to stick around for three or four like he did with Life on Mars and Ashes and Ashes yeah. Ashes to Ashes, ashes, even. To ashes. How is, uh, how's the ratings doing for what was the ratings well, the first episode um, got about 5.7 million which yeah. is fairly respectable yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. although it was beaten by the Doctor Confidential on the same day that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but that's obviously Confidential they announced a yeah, that, that, was, yeah. that was an important one so that was a big thing but it's been embarrassing to be beaten by Doctor Confidential. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah. No, but you know. And the week after that, it dropped by about a million, down to about four point eight nine million. Yeah, I think it will keep those figures. I mean, because obviously, sort of first yeah. week. I mean, everyone everyone's interest is going to be peaked. So yeah, I but, think it didn't do itself any favours that first episode. I think it could have drawn people in a bit better. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, the second episode was a lot better yes. than the first episode. Oh, yeah. Well, um, set-up episodes are always rather difficult yeah. and are not atypical episode one thing that does stand in its favour though and the BBC should take note is it's on the same time every yeah. week Oh, mm. and, was it there? Was it? and there was one other thing I think that it's got in its favour. The first episode was delayed by ten minutes because of football. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't even a good match. <laughs> I hate the way they, uh, they finished the match. Then they come back and still have little. Yeah, the match with people, was even over. They're over time. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got to have the post-match report. It's now. football. <laughs> Get on so? with the match. You, you just don't understand. It's over. Get on with it. Yeah. No, it's not until you've had Jamie Redknapp telling you why that was a foul and why Cristiano Ronaldo is a diver who should bog off back to Portugal (laughs) overpaid bunch of prima donnas anyway also apparently ratings wise it didn't do on the first episode as well as uh, Primeval and obviously nowhere near Doctor Who is this including all the repeats that appeared on uh, ITV3 or is this just the ITV1 just the ITV1 I believe that's the thing adding up 
um, the ITV3 ratings, how many yeah. how many people will be watching it? Because the ITV3 one's on later, isn't it? It's actually it's repeated quite a few. T- it was repeated quite a few times during the week. Yeah, but it's mm. on later oh, in the evening. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. people may not be out at work or out at the pub. See if it gets a second season. Mm. I hope it does. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting it's, enough at the moment. Again, it shows potential. It depends what they do with it. And where yeah. it exactly. Luke's got to have some sort of quest to go on because um, the first series he's discovering himself he's working out who he is his girlfriend's getting into trouble we're introducing monsters yeah. but you can't do that for a second series no. he's got to it's got to be something for him to aim mm. for oh, yes. de- descend into monster of the week well exactly you know, mm. can't. but the thing is it depends how many episodes long it is before I can tell it's six so far. six yeah, yeah that's right see, that, how long is that going to allow an arc to develop? Mm. See, that's not very long at all, is yeah. it? No. Well, they can do it for primeval, so... Yeah, but, but who has a lot of trouble? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, 13 episodes de- developing a big bad. I mean, mm. the first one was okay with uh, Bad Wolf. Torchwood, I think, was badly handled. Yes. The master one was all right, but not as... Not, not as, as well it's... done as it could have been. Yeah. No. If they do it, builds it up gradually throughout the season, whereas Dog 2 tends to hint, yeah. and then have it all at the end. Yeah. Mm. Big bang. Maybe they can do it better than Doc Two does. And perhaps if the first series does well enough, the second series will be twelve episodes. Yeah, you know. yeah. maybe. Okay, yeah. so thumbs up for demons. Oh then. yes, mm, yeah, yeah. big thumbs up. Oh, we're one, enjoying one everything, thumb. aren't we? A one thumb, not a two. Yeah. Just the one, just the one mm-hmm. thumb for demons. Just the one thumb. thumb. Yeah. yeah. Now, you lovely, lovely people, you've had your Christmas break. You've put pen to paper and you've written things. Mm. You've written mm. lots of things. Haven't yes, they just? Lots of stuff. Yes. Real Keith prompted um, a few letters all by himself. Mm. With his so. little slip of the tongue. Slip of a slip of the finger. Well, yeah, we have Nathan here. I've already made my statement. You have. Say it anymore. It's all right. Nathan can say it for you. <laughs> Hello, Nate. I used to like you. Nathan says, just wanted to thank Real Keith for the biggest laugh I've had in ages. Russell T Davies still has a finger <laughs> in Sarah, Sarah Jane. Jane. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> We've also got one here. Well, yeah, quite a few. Uh, via the blog by Tin Dog Bloke, Michael. Yo, Tinny! Hello! He says, Yes, indeed, I have finally been outed as being called Michael, and I just wanted to thank you for your great Xmas show. Kazoo's inspired me. Maybe I need a new theme tune done on a kazoo. (laughs) (laughs) Back from the heights of Who Cast, back to my small pond of a show. Huzzah! I've missed my little podcast. But now I have Vista. This is nothing to brag about. Mm. And enough ram to shake random sticks at. So hopefully the only thing that can break is my voice. Uh, Smith, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SF and religion. Isn't there a Michael Moorcock story about a time traveller replacing Jesus? Oh. Uh, yes, there is. I did uh, write this on the forum. It's, uh, the novel is called Behold the Man, and um, it's about a time traveller from uh, 1970s London going back to view the crucifixion. But it's one of those self fulfilling prophecy type oh, stories right. where he has to become Jesus. Yeah. So it ends less than well for him then. Uh, or was it Time Taurus messing about with the release of the bloke who isn't Jesus and changing the crowd's feelings as the whole crowd were tourists and the locals hadn't came out or did i dream it anyway (laughs) hope you like the next doctor as much as i did clockwork transformers what's not to love (laughs) regards and happy new year michael tin dog bloke i think we should make a small point out to uh tin dog managed to get uh, a podcast out about the 11th doctor what is it within two hours two hours of actually going on yes sterling stuff and um as an addendum to my uh 30 second review he also writes oh and Songs of Distant Earth needs a series of short stories on the same theme 
They each need a story from a different seed ship. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke does touch on that in the novel, actually, because um, before Earth was destroyed, um, numerous cultures did send out seed ships. Um, as I recall, uh, there was a Mormon one and uh, a Muslim seed ship called uh, the Sword of the Prophet sent out. So he said, what would a world of nothing but fundamentalists be like? We've heard from Martin. Oh, yeah. Hello, Hello Martin. Martin. Hello, Martin. He says, just listen to the New Year show. I predict that in 2009 or 2010, actor Max Smith will star once more <laughs> opposite the leading lady from Ruby and the Smoke, The Shadow of the North and The Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Thoughts provoked by babyface Matt Smith? In a half-hearted way, I came to realise that David Tennant is younger than me. <laughs> then they started talking about Matt Smith's age, and I converted it into a nice, simple fraction of my own age. <laughs> you know you're getting older when the policemen start looking younger, but when Doctor Who looks younger than you? Scary. Then I started checking up birth dates. I was younger than the wet vet... Was Tennant the first Doctor to be younger than me? No. So was Eccleston. Oh. So was McGann. Ooh. Matt Smith is Ooh. half my age. Ooh. Literally. Hurt. In three years' time, I will be as old as William Hartnell was when he got the job. Ooh. My only <laughs> consolation is that I still have a few centuries in hand on the Doctor himself. Mm. Martin. Ah, oh. oh, Martin. My, my cons- consolation, Martin, have a piece of chocolate. You're only 52. Come on. That's nothing. You're only as old as the person you feel. So now if Martin is a single man, you've just really, really hurt him. <laughs> Sorry. Ignore him, Martin. He says rude things. Yeah. Thanks for writing. I have one here from Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. He says, Dear team, I apologise for the prolonged absence and I have missed several of your podcasts, including the no doubt wonderful Christmas one. It, it was wonderful. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Was. Kazoos, everything, crackers, yeah. parties, crackers. balloons. Mm-hmm. Streamers. Yeah. Oh, Paul. The, the, the head of poetry dancing around on his lips. Uh, drunk again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Between Christmas activities and flying across the Atlantic, I think I can be forgiven. I did spend New Year in London, where I saw the Doctor exhibition at Eld's Court and met Queen Victoria. Ooh. 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 She attached yeah. a couple of photos as yeah. well to prove okay. it. Yeah. Enough about me. As usual, our 2009 predictions and reviews of the next Doctor were full of drama and wit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I especially liked that RTD was synonymous with lumpy custard. <laughs> And the doctor's going to get strapped to a bed. Yeah, I remember that. Wearing lace yes. when he regenerates. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> Philip Glenister with the 11th Doctor. Dalek, you Nazi boy. <laughs> and again, that RTD has his finger where it shouldn't be. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not, no. Just <laughs> take your lumps. That's it. <laughs> your lumpy guts. Splutter, splutter. Mm. I resent the implication that from mm. fake Keith that the Americanisation and Twee are synonymous. I'm sorry, but I, I do have to defend myself here. Go on, oh. man. Now, point one, I love American television always have done always will do defended it to many a person point two I was brought up on a diet of the Waltons and Little House on the Prairie so you know you can't blame me explains a lot point it does point three I missed an episode of Little House on the Prairie to watch Buck Rogers and was thus converted (laughs) to sci-fi but my main defence for lumping American in with Twee was 24 starring Kiefer Sutherland (laughs) somebody said to me watch 24 it's good so I did I watched it then they lent me the box set and there was a disc of special features which I duly watched because I like the special features there was an alternate ending why the hell did I watch it it ruined the whole thing it was as Disney-fied as 24 is ever, ever going to get, and it ruined it, and I couldn't watch any more after that. She and I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm never, ever going to forgive 
the guys from across the Atlantic for that one. <laughs> they didn't use that ending question. No, they did they still it, but... put it in the box set? Yeah. And it no, ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back to Where Leslie. Okay. Since I had the good fortune to watch The Next Doctor, not on Christmas, but a few days later, I agreed with many points on your review. I don't understand why The Doctor, however, refers to 1851 as a dull year. Wasn't that when the uh, Great Exhibition was? That, yeah, that's when the uh, Crystal, Crystal Palace, Palace was built. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Finally, I'm so thrilled to hear from you that David Tennant has expressed interest in doing a musical Doctor Who. Has that coincided with my plans so nicely? I think Leslie's done a couple of stories. Mm-hmm. Apparently yes. so. Doctor Who the Musical, Season 2 and 3, apparently. Uh, we put links we up on the up blog. For that, yeah. Happy New Year to all of you. Leslie. Happy Thank New you, Year. Leslie. Thank, Thank you very much. for writing. And uh, we should mention uh, her fanzine as well. Oh, Terrible. Yes. Yes. Has, she, has she got a fanzine? She has on Facebook. Ooh. If you jump onto Facebook and type in the Terrible Zodin, you will come across her fanzine group. Yeah. I shall do that now. And it's well worth a look. It's like an old-fashioned Who fanzine back in its heyday on PDF as if it's you know a paper fanzine, not a website. A proper old fanzine. That's it. I'm breaking my silence. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I discovered Staggering Stories early in 2008. Started at the beginning and was quickly hooked. Since that time, I've listened faithfully, thinking many words while emailing and posting none. Sure now, here comes some news that has pushed me out of my reticence. The 11th Doctor has been cast. Yeah. Beyond the oddity of, for the first time since being introduced to Doctor Who at the age of eight, the actor playing the Doctor being younger than me, and by a few years. Yeah. This is this is quite a problem for people, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm quite hopeful about Matt Smith. Though I haven't seen him in anything or heard of him prior to the announcement, per the confidential The Vast Toffee, MN, MN was bowled over by him even though he went in convinced of the need for an older doctor yeah true matt made me think of what you get if you could take equal parts of tom baker christopher eccleston and david tennant and mash them together to form a new person slightly insane but young theory time mm-hmm. doesn't it seem like the doctors have with perhaps a few slight swerves along the way gotten progressively younger reminds me of the curious case of benjamin button <laughs> i just hope current or future production teams don't carry that any further to wrap up love the podcast i'll Thank wait you. in eager anticipation every two weeks for a new episode joshua in california matt chris on the forum hi there Thank you very Thank much. You. For writing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We've got a new person. Yeah. It is kind of true. If you look at the trend, it has been going yeah. down. So it's sort of Hartnell fifties, Pertwee in his fifties, Troughton mid forties, then Baker forty, Davison twenty nine, Colin Baker forty. Yeah. So again, fifties to forties. Then you get to McGann thirty seven, Eccleston forty one, Tennant thirty four. It's kind of down to thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Now twenty six. Twenty six. One thing I do find very heartening is um, we're a Acting a lot of listeners stateside. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Despite my um, putting my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got a drive now. They're all I did. I did. <laughs> no, so we've got um, Joshua in California. Yeah. Uh, we've got Naya in Washington. Mm. Hi, Naya. Hi, Naya. Hello, Naya. Incidentally, Naya, Naya Dodson, fantastic little um, blog on Live Journal. If you want to mm. read it, she yes. was recently oh, yes. over in England she as well she, oh yeah she she saw Hamlet she went everywhere if you read her blog <laughs> and on her MP3 player for the flight was us <laughs> thank, <laughs> you. Bless you. thank you thank you mad yeah, I mean who else uh, Leslie in uh, Albuquerque yeah mm-hmm. and um, anyone else I've forgotten to mention we have one from Wynn oh yeah hello Wynn hello Wynn, Wynn. Uh, dear team thanks for posting a picture of yourselves on the site I've now something to truly effectively keep the cats off the mantelpiece <laughs> picture up you yeah, did yeah, i'm not sure how to take that <laughs> well done on the charades and the kazoos at christmas though less well done on the crackers at one stage i was crying please make it stop 
so were we. <laughs> God, the idea well, of those jokes. You can hear the blood running from our ears. <laughs> Xmas episodes in order of preference. Whoa, 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 whoa. We will not, we will not squeeze down the word Christmas. Even he, I don't care what he's written. Okay. I don't care. Okay, okay, okay. I do apologise. <laughs> Christmas episodes in order of preference. Though I think they're all good. Starting with Christmas Invasion, Next Doctor, <laughs> Runaway Bride, Voyage of the Dam. Yeah. Oh, the haters on Voyage of the Dam. <laughs> <laughs> Hopes for the year. I finally get the dosage right. Predictions oh, of the year. I won't. Oh, uh, bless you. Hmm. I'm not reading this bit. <laughs> I'll read this bit. Well done, real Keith, on the top line of the year. Russell T. Davies is keeping his finger in Sarah Jane Smith. <laughs> a sterling effort which tops all of fake Keith's numerous faux pas. <laughs> People you. love you, darling. They Thank love you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Regarding your discussion about Phil Glinister having a sex change to be able to play the Doctor as a woman, I cannot believe that none of you came out with the great old standby. I'm sure he can pull it off. Oh. <laughs> Best wishes for the new year. Bod, be with you, Win. Thanks, Win. <laughs> Thank you, Win. You're a sweetie pie. I think. Um, we've also heard from Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Sarah says, hi, guys. Great hi. podcast last time. I recently have had spouts of insomnia and a chesty cough, which have kept me up all night. Mm. And so I've been keeping busy in the silly hours of the night by listening to some of your older podcasts and playing Sudoku on the D- on my DS. <laughs> However, due to loud coughing and laughing at 3am, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if my flatmates started thinking we're haunted. <laughs> I have an idea for your Doctor Who section. How about best tearjerker and best terror moments? Mm. Those moments that have you grabbing the pillow either to hide your tears or just to hide. And just so that it isn't easy for her, fake Keith isn't allowed doomsday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, We're going to do this next time, actually. We're going to steal your idea with thanks. It's a bit late now, but we'll fit it in for the next one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Demons was pure ridiculous Saturday night tap. (laughs) (laughs) Amusing in its rubbishness in terms of plot and characters, but nevertheless still entertaining. Was disappointed that Mackenzie Crook got killed off straight away. I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I actually thought he had one of the best performances. Mm. Yeah. Also, that Luke boy was unnecessarily topless a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, but I, did, I didn't want to say. I Show thought it was just me getting old. Absolute steel. <laughs> She's still got this mental image of Peter Davison with a half-undone dressing gown. Always. I've got a picture oh. above my bed of Peter Davison with a half-undone dressing gown. Believe me, she has. <laughs> Is that his the source of his power or something? <laughs> and why doesn't his mum... See, she agrees with me. Yeah, and yeah. why doesn't his mum let Luke take the name Van Helsing since she didn't know about the demon hunting anyway see two of us spotted yeah, that yeah. also Jean Hunt would beat up Rupert Galvin before you could say surrounded by armed bastards <laughs> ooh possibly fight club <laughs> speaking of which any word on when or if life on Mars USA is coming over here mm. I've actually been hearing a, hearing good things mm. and I'm just going to have to take a deep breath and watch it I forgot to mention last time that I too got a Dalek for Christmas oh. <laughs> he's a money bank and currently lives on my shelf guarding my DVDs <laughs> we real Keith and I actually need a new shelf our Dalek hoard has gonna, expanded so far that the shelf is full we're going to have to put up pictures to show them mm. we are we'll yeah. have to put all our Dalek hoard on the table and take <laughs> yes. pictures I did manage to get my hands on a copy of the superb and creepy Chimes of Midnight oh yes oh, that's a good one Play.com is surprisingly good for Doctor Who-related bargains. It's very good. 
I got cheap. the Beneath the Surface box set for £17 from there. And I really, really enjoyed it. Although next time I won't listen to it walking home from the library through the woods on a dark night. <laughs> <laughs> bad well, situation. Very bad. Not good idea. Matt Smith isn't the most obvious choice, I will admit, but I'm in the camp of trusting Moffat and waiting to see what will happen. I'd love it, though, if Eleven had a more historical costume, because otherwise he's probably going to look like someone you see hanging around in the student pub on a Saturday. Mm, yeah. <laughs> hyena hoodies again. It is. <laughs> there are shepherds in Shepherd's Bush. Pray you never meet them. Sarah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you Lovely very much. To hear from Thank you. you, yes. Right. What costume should he have? It's That's the thing. Oh. I think... Animal um, skin, maybe. Loincloth. <laughs> 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 I, I think they're going to stray back towards the Paul McGann costume. Mm. I hope the, the days of um, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy costumes are long gone. I've I, mm, I got to admit, personally, I wouldn't like it as a costume i.e. the same thing day after day after day. I'd like it as a flavour. Sort of like um, uh, John Pertwee used to do. It always used to be frill shirts, velvet jacket. But they the, were different ones. They were different colours. Mm. Like David yeah. Tennant and the blue and the yeah. brown. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd like them to do more of that. Yeah. But they've got to be. Yeah. They've just got to be careful not to yeah. stray into the absurd again. Oh yeah, it's Colin not Baker. the eighties mm. anymore. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> if you've got anything you'd like to say, any comments on the podcast, any suggestions for future podcasts, you can contact us at show at staggering stories dot net. Please write to us. So that brings us to the end of another staggering stories podcast. Yay. In the next one, more of the same. More reviews, more news, more who, old and new. I do like that rhyme. Mm. You're so clever coming up with that. I know. <laughs> so this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Keep your finger in. <laughs> Goodbye. And the real Keith. Open Channel D. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Number 37, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith and the Real Keith Dunn. These expressed here as a speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the side. No corporation infringement is intended, and this podcast is a Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Billingsgate. Sorry? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who's got that bit quickly? What's uh, this Billingsgate thing? Oh, God. Oh, never mind. No, come on, we want to know now. <laughs> it's obviously something because he's reacted. I'll let, I won't leave it in, I'll edit, edit it out. Oh, fish market. Oh, <laughs> you had to ask. Mm, yes. You had That's to wrong. ask. wrong. <laughs> Chris Pine, the uh, guy who's playing Kirk in the new film, has warned Kirk! us. Spock! <laughs> has warned us nope, that uh, JJ. Oh. <laughs> Go on, hit him. You know you want to. I want to hit you. Me? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> What's your favourite character? Spock. <laughs> Finished? Yes. Right. In, oh, um, no, just looking at the um, amazing Spider Man 584. Oh, yeah. Inside, there are five pages of the two teaming up and even a fisting. I mean, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're keeping that one in. We're keeping that one in. <laughs> and even a fist bump between Spidey and the new president. Barney's twee. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's just sick. Uh, yeah. Okay. Super de duper. Yes, yes. We're grateful of the attention. Oh, grateful for anything, you know. Ego, feed me. At your age, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm grateful for anything. He likes to keep his finger in. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you.